morning, everybody, and welcome. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on the ninth day of October, 2020. It is a Friday heading into, I guess you can call it Columbus Day weekend, I suppose, right? Although, it doesn't feel yeah. like it's a... We've talked about this before, <laughs> about whether or not it feels like a real holiday. It certainly does not, but hopefully... You have a place of work where you don't have to worry about going to work on Monday and you're heading into a long weekend. That would be Yeah, idea. that's me. Congratulations, Big Suck J. it, Nick. Congratulations, sir. Well, I was coming off a long weekend, so fair, sir. Hey, uh, you know, the other day it was your birthday. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I got a present for you. Uh, but I didn't know where it was. And uh. the wife is like, here it is. And I forgot it the last couple days. That's okay. Well, here it is. Happy oh. birthday. Merry Christmas. Thanks, man. Oh, hey, it's a blockbuster video party game. Yeah, I figured uh, you don't have anybody to play it with, but... That's all right. I can play with myself. Yeah, you do often. That's for sure. But it looks like a big blockbuster uh, it video. It looks like the old blockbuster video video cartridges that you used to have to get from behind the, uh, the video boxes there at Blockbuster. And... Did she get this at the actual blockbuster no, no, video? No, no, oh. no, no, no. We, well, I know we, she we gallivants got it, all over the world. We got so. it online somewhere. Nice. And once I saw it, I was like, yeah, that's, you know, it's perfect for you. Because you used to work at a, uh, a, not a blockbuster. No. But you used to work at a, a video rental place. And I figured Several. you could get prepared for that for your Twilight years. I used to work at a place called Planet Video, where in which I was an assistant manager in Wisconsin. And then the last real job I had was... We don't have them here, but um, it, back in Phoenix, there are grocery stores called Fry's. Oh yeah, and Fry's Electronics. And I use and I the, while I was going to broadcast school, I was working at the video section of the Fry's. Yeah, man. A boy. Fry's in Phoenix, Arizona. So sad. I know no those things don't exist anymore. <laughs> don't, they were the best. I mean, the electronic stores were the best. <laughs> they still have Fry's Electronics in Phoenix. I just drove past a couple of them last weekend, but uh, they don't have uh, video sections anymore, unfortunately. No. But thank you very much, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. How was your Thursday night? Oh man, it was it was pretty uh, pretty lame. Yeah, mine too. My uh, internet was out. Oh so no. when you cut the cord and you don't have access to anything and your internet is out, there was an outage in my area that they say is going to be up by like noon today. So I mean, there was nothing going. <laughs> yeah, you got to turn to your phone. Uh, even that was uh, was questionable at best, but. Uh, I didn't get to watch any of the football game last oh, night. Oh, you didn't see. I didn't get to, Well, of course I saw because I get to see highlights and yeah. stuff, but uh, I didn't get to see it live. No. It's the inspiration for the wife lesson today. Very nice. Uh, and, of course, uh, hopefully it'll get back up today because uh, the kids with no internet would not be a good a good scene oh, at the old house this weekend. But uh, right. either way, lots of stuff to do today, including another clue in the murder mystery, another chance, probably your last one, as a matter of fact, to qualify for that UTV, at least here on the morning after that we're going to be giving away early next week and all sorts of other fun. So you're going to want to hang around because we're going to play some music too. Start with some Soundgarden, Spoonman, here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Another day of coronavirus numbers checking in yesterday afternoon and another day of high ones. We are up over 580 once again between the confirmed and probable Jeez. cases of the coronavirus on Thursday. Total number 46,426. Two new deaths new reported yesterday as well. The Ada County once again the state's hot top spot or hot top hot spot I should say. Uh, with uh, 94 new confirmed cases, and then Twin Falls is next at 69, and then Canyon County's got 55. 
Here's where uh, it starts to, to get the issues to kind of let people know where it's going. The, the positivity rate. So that's something that people keep an eye on to see whether or not, sure. you know, you're doing well or doing poorly. And if you're in double digits, it's usually not a good sign. Well, Idaho officially with last week's numbers or this week's numbers, technically, uh, we're up over 10 percent again. Uh, and that is one of some of the highest in the nation, which is never good. We're at 10.5 percent positivity, which means that's how many people test positive of taking the test. Testing in Idaho also increased last week over the week before. Last week, uh, about more than 3,000 people took more tests than the week before. So, hence the reason why the numbers are going up. And the positivity, not necessarily that's a reason. The, the positivity number is going up. It's just bad news bears is really what it boils down to. We'll see what happens over the long weekend as well. Braves and Dodgers will take on each other in the National League Championship Series. Braves blank the Marlins 7-0 to sweep that series, and the Dodgers beat the Padres 12-3 to sweep that series. So we've got Atlanta and Los Angeles battling it out for a trip to the World Series. Astros took care of the A's last night, three games to one, 11-6 the final score against Oakland. So they're waiting to see who's going to win between the Yankees and the Rays as there will be a deciding game five in that series today because the Yankees beat the Rays yesterday 5-1. And so we will have the championship series set after later on this afternoon. It's going to, I think, first pitch is after 5 o'clock today for that Yankees-Rays game, which, of course, is taking place in San Diego. There was a football game last night. The Bears beat the Buccaneers 20-19 at home. And I guess you could put this one on the shoulders of Tom Brady. Uh, although Tom Brady, uh, amazingly enough, not admitting to the mistake that he made. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, he did make a mistake, but uh, but by no means is it lost on Tom Brady's hands. I mean, uh, if anything, it's... <laughs> I'll get into it in my life lesson coming up, but let's just say uh, that team hasn't been doing him any favors and helping him out either. Yeah, well, I mean, don't forget that the, uh, the, the Buccaneers have a pretty, uh, that's a good offensive line, but the Bears have a great defense. So, Tom, it is not, not exactly a mobile. good offensive line. Uh, well, I mean, it's better than most, I would say. I put it in the top, I put it Last in the top night. 15. Well, listen, Last the Bears can wasn't. make a lot of good offensive lines look pretty bad. That front seven for the Bears is one of the best in the NFL. There's no doubt about the that. The last couple years, no doubt. They haven't been living up to that until last night. That's for sure. Uh, but the Bears ended up winning with a field goal uh, with about 117 left. But Tom Brady, I guess, it looked like he forgot it was fourth down. Even asked. I mean, you have video of him <laughs> saying, was that fourth down? Yeah, I thought it was like maybe him uh, trying to uh, have some sort of uh, wishful hopes that well, th- there would be another down. Yeah, but-, but then he said that he knew it was fourth down in the post game, which he clearly didn't. So I don't know why he's lying about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Maybe, maybe he's embarrassed. Uh, I mean, well, yeah, I get it. But, like. You know, we all saw it. What the hell are you doing, man? Or he was concussed. That could be too. Hey, uh, Kevin Hart is taking over the Jerry Lewis MDA telethon that begins this year. It's a reboot of the Muscular Dystrophy Association telethon that usually happens around Labor Day, but the Kevin Hart Kids telethon is going to happen on October 24th, and there's going to be a bunch of celebrities and stars involved in it. Brian Cranston is going to be involved in it. Adam Devine is in it. DJ Khalid, of course, your favorite. Uh, former guest the morning after, Loney Love, Big J. Wow. Gabrielle Union, John David Washington, star of Tenant, uh, Jack Black, Usain Bolt, Josh Gad, Michael B. Jordan, Evelyn Longoria. They're all going to be popping by. And this one, uh, much like the Jerry uh, Lewis telethon back in the day where it was like everywhere when we were kids, 
this one's gonna be everywhere as well, just streaming. It's gonna be on YouTube, it's gonna be on Peacock, it's gonna be on Amazon, and several other platforms as well. Although, unlike the Jerry Lewis telethon, which I, it seemed like maybe it wasn't, but it seemed like an all-day thing when I was a kid. Did it seem like that to you yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This one's only two hours long. It's, what kind uh, of telethon is that? That's a two-hour telethon, I guess. Uh, just jam. Well, listen, once again, uh, we don't have the patience for this kind of stuff these days. You know what I mean? Jeez, mail it in, everybody. Our attention is not something that's going to be one to stick around for nine hours watching a telethon. Two hours? Maybe you might get a couple people tuning in here and there. And that's what they're kind of banking on. So we'll see how that goes. Again, happening October 24th, if you want to check it out. Life Lesson on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. You know, uh, Nick, uh, watching the game last night uh, reminded me of uh, of a pretty good lesson, and and that is that sometimes the grass isn't always greener. And as I uh, watched uh, Tom Brady and a particular drive, in particular, Nick, where uh, let's put it this way, um, you know, the the Bucks were driving down the field uh, to go make another score on the Chicago Bears, and uh, about pretty much every play, uh, a flag was thrown on the offensive line of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, whether it be holding, whether it be um, whatever uh, the, the, the problem might have been, uh, it, it was clear that uh, that drive was was dead in the water. I mean, seven or eight plays in a row. It was it was ugly. Uh, even Troy Aikman had, had commented on it. And, and you know, they, the course cut to the sideline, and there's Tom Brady uh, yelling and screaming at his offensive line. And uh, the Bucks are one of the most penalized teams in the league and have been for a while and it's not your typical I mean that's not what he's used to Nick he's not used to a team being undisciplined and if you look throughout uh, the history of the NFL the teams that usually have the most penalties they aren't the ones that are end up playing in January and February um, and so that's something new to him and you know let's, let's be honest uh, he uh, decided he wanted to uh, unchain himself from uh, the New England Patriots after almost you know 20 years of playing on that team and, you know, sure, it looks like it would be fun. Let's go play with a high, you know, falutin offense. Bruce Arians, you got all kinds of uh, weapons there. But sometimes it's not always greener on that side than you think it is. And it may not work out the way you want it to. And listen, I've had plenty of life lessons in the past that said, hey, you should take a shot when you want to do something different. But on the other hand, too, you have to realize that, uh, and, and this has come into uh, my arena on a couple occasions where it'd be professional or or personal where you know look sometimes it'd be nice to make a change in your life and, and do something different but that's something you have to be really calculated about because sometimes that grass isn't always greener and it's not always the way you seem especially if you don't have experience outside of your own ecosystem and if you have other people that say, hey, my mom, maybe stick with what you got because you got what you got is pretty good. Whether it be a job or a relationship, uh, every now and then it just doesn't make sense sometimes to, to make that leap because, uh, like I said, on the other side, it might not go the way that you think it's going to go. And then there's no way to get back from that. And as you see, uh, we're, we're going to see what, what comes of this. But I, I can't see it being a good thing for Tom Brady in the end. Uh, here just because of the way this thing is, is breaking down and uh, he doesn't have a lot of the, the stuff that he had. I think he's still a great quarterback, but, you know, there's a lot of things that you take for granted sometimes when you're successful at a place. Uh, that could be true for myself or for Tom Brady. So your life lesson is essentially comparing you to Tom Brady? Yeah, yeah, of course. Got it. And guess what? Guess who's smarter, Tom? Me. 
Because <laughs> this grass is super green. Because we use Zamzow stuff. I look forward to your uh, line of personal improvement products. Much like TB12. Yeah, it's called uh, Pampered Chef by Big J. <laughs> That's not personal improvement. It's kitchen improvement. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your life lesson, courtesy of the man himself. I'm Morning After with Nick and Big J. Halloween is almost here, Big J. So I ask you once again out loud, your favorite Halloween candy, please. Oh, um, let's see, I'm going to go with uh, candy corn. Yay! Gross. No, uh, I don't know. I'm not big on candy. I'll probably I'll go Snickers. That's what I, or Snickers or Mr. Goodbar. The old Mr. Goodbar. Do they still make that? Yes. The Shaw Academy is an online educational platform, and they conducted a Google survey, which asked a bunch of Americans in different age groups about the candies they would look forward to the most when they used to go trick or treating. They talked to Gen Zers, Millennials, and Gen Xers. Basically, they had one candy in common across all those age groups. Reese's Peanut Butter Crups. Snickers also in there. Kit Kats as well. Uh, Gen Xers say Reese's number one. Snickers number two. Kit Kats number three. Uh, baby Boomers like Snickers, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, and Milky Way is their top three. Gen Zers, which is the youngest group surveyed, says Twix number one. Hershey's Bars two. And Millennials voted Candy Corn in the spot four. Twix into spot five. Kids need to shut up. Milky Way and Almond Joy was fourth and fifth for uh, Gen Xers. And Boomers listed Caramel Apples and Tootsie Rolls as fourth and fifth, respectively. Uh, The take-home message here, uh, don't be the neighbor that hands out pennies or oranges. They want the candy, man. Oh, God, yeah. The candy. I used to have a dentist in the neighborhood that always used to give us toothbrushes, and I was like, listen, stop going to that house after two years. I'll tell you that right now. I don't have time for toothbrushes. Trying to get candy. Understand? The NFL has made some changes yesterday to the schedule thanks to the coronavirus. They have postponed this Sunday's Bills Titans game and Broncos Patriots games because of positive coronavirus tests. Bills Titans game was moved to Tuesday night at 7 on CBS as long as the Titans don't have any more positive tests. If those positive tests continue to roll in, we got issues. Tennessee had two more yesterday. For a total of 23 since September 29th. Broncos Patriots game was moved to Monday at 5 o'clock Eastern Time on ESPN. The Patriots have had two players and one player in the practice squad test positive. If the Bills Titans game is played Tuesday, then the Bills Kansas City game scheduled for Thursday will move to the weekend instead of playing on Thursday. <laughs> exactly. All of this seems like it's a little bit premature anyway because it all depends on what happens to the Titans in the next couple of days. What's going to roll down? Then what they do, I really don't know. Do they make them forfeit? I, I'm not They already sure. should. I'm not sure. It's clear they've already caused their own demise. Right. But what ends up happening in that wake and ripple is other teams get advantages. Yay! Go Bills! But, right? I mean, a, a bunch of other teams. Not just the Bills. I mean, how long will this go on, I guess, is the question. And then, you know, you give them an unfair advantage to get extra preparation, etc., etc. So it's a real, real mess. So if you're an NFL fan, you're probably crossing your fingers today that no Titans fan players test positive. There's no positive tests out of the Titans camp because otherwise there's going to be real issues here moving forward. Well, Big J, Natalie Portman's taken on a bunch of crap, and I'm not sure she should, if we're being honest. Uh, because, you know, superhero films are a pretty big deal. And notoriously, as people are getting 
you know, interviewed, unless you're, you know, a star of Spider-Man, you're usually not getting out, giving out a lot of details about right. what's going on in the plot of, uh, of major films. But if you if you get the chance, you should watch the interviews that uh, Tom Holland has done where he's, you know, giving away secrets to the movie where he's not He and to. Mark Ruffalo are not, <laughs> are not good with the secrets. They shouldn't have them. Correct. Uh, and now uh, she apparently has spilled some information from Thor Love and Thunder that apparently people didn't want out or weren't aware of. But, of course, uh, she's been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Dr. Jane Foster for a while, and she is reprising her role in the first two Thor films. Here's what we do know. At some point... Jane is taking over for Thor. Yeah, we knew that at the beginning, though. Yeah, but what, that's not what they're upset about. They're upset oh. because she was talking to Fatherly, and it was kind of unclear how the human scientist becomes a Norse goddess. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, they wanted the details. And so during the interview, she confided that Jane is, quote, going through cancer treatment and is a superhero on the side. And so everybody treated what? that as a huge spoiler. That does seem like that's a lot of... Yeah, what the hell? Well, hang on now. Because, I mean, it's not really that much of a spoiler. Because, it, I mean... It's got to do something to do with the ether that was inside her body, well, obviously. Here's the... You, you won't know that until the, you actually see the movie, how they're going to play that out. But, I mean, this is this is a comic book line, storyline that's been out there for years that Jane has taken over for... Yeah, the, most of the, the, the high points on all of these stories are written right, down. Right. And they have pictures with them and everything. And they've been out there for years. And so it, it's not exactly a spoiler to anybody that's kind of followed this stuff, how Jane, you know, gets cancer and terrible things happen. And that's how she decides to become this particular person and make this transition. But... It is, I guess, the people that just watched the movies, and so people are upset. Now, here's the other part about this, is, you know, Takia Watiti, who is the director and writer of Thor, Love, and Thunder, was asked about the whole cancer storyline a couple months ago. So they knew it was a thing, and all that happened was that Natalie Portman confirmed it was a thing. Now, when they asked, uh, you know, Takia what's going on, he was like, well, uh, we don't know. He said the comics were a very big inspiration, and obviously she has cancer in the comics, but at Marvel, we always change everything. He says that one day, one thing will exist, and the other day it won't. We're writing all the way through post-production, so I can't sit here and tell you for sure what happens. But that's it. I mean, so it's not like this is any new information. It's just confirmation of stuff, so maybe we should all take it easy. It's not like she told you exactly what happened and how the movie ends or anything like that. But... It is one of those deals where you can't really consider somebody spoiling something if it's been part of a comic storyline for the past dozen years. True. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne, Perry Mason here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Every day that we get in further into this thing, we get a little bit closer to figuring it out. But at the very least, we want to give away some haunted world passes as we are ready for another clue in the X-Rock murder mystery. Are you ready, Big J? Hell yeah! And here we go. Here we go with another clue in the X-Rock murder mystery. One part of the mystery has been cleared up. The X-Crew seems to have figured out what the weapon in this crime was. So try to remember that. It'll come in handy when you're trying to solve this thing. Now it's time to search for other clues. Well, we now know it was an EMP that killed social media. That part is done, at least. Yeah, the next thing on the list is where we are. We still could really be anywhere. 
who knows? <clears throat> um, are we gonna talk about how killers access satellite codes to launch an EMP? Or is this another one of those huge deals we just skip over and hope no one calls us on it? Just then, Ian and Tyler join the mystery and find something big. Hey, uh, we found a bunch of numbers on a piece of paper. I missed most of the beginning of this whole thing, but it looks like these are satellite codes or something? Ah, uh, of course. The super timely and really convenient magic clue has materialized. Well, I guess that's where the killer got the codes from, but what good does that do us now? It does seem to be printed, like in a newspaper. Someone wrote a newspaper article containing classified satellite codes? It seems that way. Anything else on there? Ian turns over the scrap of newspaper to reveal perhaps another clue. Hey, look at that. It says VT, the letters VT, right there. VT, let me rub it right there in your face, Big J. Knock it off, I see it. Do you know who killed social media? Do you know what murder weapon was used? Do you know where this murder occurred? Be Caller X at 208-287-1003 right now. And if you're right, we'll hook you up with a full year of the subscription box of your choice. Even a wrong guess gets your hands on a pair of passes to Haunted World. Call now to try and solve the X-Rock murder mystery from 100.3 VX Rocks. All right, there's clue number five, hopefully inching you a little bit closer to solving this thing. So now, let's get ourselves somebody that wants to take a stab at this, pardon the pun, and see if we can figure out the murder mystery. Hello, morning, The X. Nick. Hi, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Josh. All right, Josh, let's start with who committed the crime this morning. Who do you think it was? Oh, God. Um, was it God, Big <laughs> Um... The Janice guy from Goldeneye. The Janice guy from Goldeneye. Yeah, his name was Janice, whatever the bad guy's name oh, was. Oh, Sean Bean, okay. Sean Bean, yeah. yeah. Okay, Sean Bean, okay. What weapon was used? The EMP. Okay, and where did this murder occur? Um, Vermont. Big J. Sean Bean with an EMP in Vermont. Is he right? No, he is not right. Well, you know what, man? It was a pretty solid guess, yeah, Josh. Yeah, I mean, way to put stuff together. Yeah, we're gonna sure. we're gonna definitely hook you up with some uh, haunted world passes. You hang on one second, dude. We'll get some information from you, and we'll make sure you're set and good to go. And you'll have another chance to actually solve this thing with Jason Drew and with Adam coming up a little bit later on today, 12.30 and 5.30 respectively, so keep on tuning in for another clue, and if nobody solves it, we'll get another one on Tuesday. Another clue coming so your way. So exciting! Another clue coming your way on Tuesday. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll do some We're Going to Hell action next on the X-Rocks. On 100.3, the X-Rocks. Leicester, United Kingdom is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. It is the story of one Michael Tashaka. And Michael's one of those guys that's that's pretty fit, Big J, let's be honest. He's the kind of guy that uh, will bicycle to and from work as opposed to drive a vehicle, you know what I mean? Very environmentally conscious, probably in pretty good shape. He just, uh, that's what he likes to do, you know? And he has to go through a little bit of a forest path when he goes to and from work. And he was bicycling home from work the other day. When he felt something kind of get into his eye. You know, he basically uh, thought that the object was a stray eyelash or maybe like some debris from a tree or something like yeah. that. 
so he tried to rub it out, which caused him to feel a pretty sudden sharp pain in his eyeball, oh, according no. to... Oh, the God, no. So he jumps to conclusions and goes, you know what, I probably just scratched it from rubbing too hard. Or, the, you know, there was like a stick or something, and I yeah, shouldn't have rubbed me scrap, it. Let me scratch it harder, see if it works. So he works tried out. washing his eye out in a shopping center bathroom, because that's how much it hurt. He had to, like, stop on the ride home. No avail, man. Upon closer inspection at a mirror, he saw something black in the corner of his eye, which he assumed was blood from the scratch. So he's like, oh, man, I really did a number on my peeper here. I better uh, head into the optician to see what's going on. You know, you don't want to take any chances. And so he goes to the local optician. And what did they find, Big J? Uh, <laughs> a spider. Eh, close enough. Uh, one of the victims of a spider. A, uh, a a fly was found embedded deep under his eyelid. Vice Big President J. Mike Pence's fly? I think they are different because this fly did not make it. Uh, the fly was the size of, like, the fingernail on your pinky finger, you know? That's and, a pretty big fly, dude. Yeah, they said it took up a pretty large bit of the eye. And so the optician was like, that's not good. We need to get this thing out as quickly as possible because it's lodged under his eyelid now. You understand? That's where this thing has become. So they basically had to use a Q-tip to remove the offending bug, and that reveal re relieved Michael of his pain. Uh, and so, oh, despite the on-the-fly extraction, he was a bit concerned that the eye might be infected because, you know, the bug had been in there for a little bit of time. So they gave him some over-the-counter antibiotic drops, which we, you know, basically he went back to normal. Which is good. So he's going to be okay. But just so you know, well, flies can get up underneath your eyelid, man. I'm the fly. He, he did himself a favor, and he went to one of the several locations here of the worst-case scenario healthcare centers in the Treasure Valley. They didn't mess around, and they went right for the fly. Right. They did, exactly. That's, a, that's an early week callback, people. And so, uh, basically, he, uh, Michael was giving some advice, and he said, listen, if you think you have anything going weird with your eyes, go ask for advice. Because I, he says, I was pretty close to leaving it just to see what would happen the next day because I was pretty, you know, convinced that it was just a scratch on, like, my retina or something. Uh, but I'm happy that he that I went in because it would have totally been infected and been gross. So, you never know, man. Yeah, that fly would have left uh, fly eggs. Under his eye, the next thing you know, you've got like a, like some sort of fly society happening right behind your eye socket. Yeah, it's gross. Yep. Uh, just a reminder, you know, anything that feels weird now has to be some sort of insect, right? That's the way it has to be. Something has crawled up inside you, and it's not good. So always get it checked out is what we're learning. Always. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. Check out the crazy cash multiplier scratch game from the Idaho Lottery where you can multiply your prize by 5, 20, 50, even 100 times the cash. Win cash prizes up to 300 grand. Go ahead, play today. I dare you, Big J. Okay. People are freaking out at the grocery store, Big J. Freaking out, man. Not because of, you know, they don't have toilet paper or they can't find disinfectant wipes. It's because, as of right now, it's very difficult to find any kind of canned pumpkins on store shelves. And, know. of course, this is the time where people start making, you know, pumpkin puree and pumpkin pie and all that kind of stuff for Halloween and that sort of thing. As you get closer to Thanksgiving as well, that becomes a staple. And nobody can find it. Well, 
blame the weather. John Ackerman is uh, part of Ackerman Family Farms. You've heard of them from Morton, Illinois. No. And he was talking to allrecipes.com about how this year there was a rain delay. You know, there was a bit of a drought going on, which meant pumpkin seeds were planted later than usual, which means not exactly that there's a pumpkin shortage, because there's not, but only that the harvest will be later than usual. So, when you're looking for that canned pumpkin or pumpkin puree, usually you're going to find it right around this time in stores, but... It's not there right now. And uh, that you add that on top of the fact that people are baking a lot more because of the pandemic. Doing a bunch of cooking, and you've got some issues. Libby's is the number one seller of pumpkin, you know, goo, I guess, in the United States. And they say, your local store will have more pumpkin in stock very soon. Don't freak out. You'll be able to do it. Just might take a week or so before things are back to normal. So don't worry. Big J, your take on pumpkin pie, please. I hate it. Hate it, huh? Yeah, I don't like pumpkin. I hate all this pumpkin spice crap. I hate it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of uh, pumpkins, uh, you know, flavored things either. I love pumpkin seeds. I do love those that are like roasted in the oven. Those I enjoy. And like pumpkin pie to me, I compare a lot to pancakes. Like uh, I, I like the idea of it. And then I get two or three bites in and I'm just like, that's enough. I think I think I've had enough of all that. Uh, maybe it's the consistency or something of the pumpkin pie, but it's not it's not my favorite thing in the world. But you do have to have whipped cream on it if you're going to try it. I'll tell you that I right mean, now. I like as much as possible. Bears beat the Buccaneers last night 20-19 to at home with a possible mental mistake by the immortal Tom Brady sealing Chicago's victory. Brady appeared to lose count of the number of downs on his final play, holding up four fingers as if he thought he had one more play when he threw an incomplete fourth down pass with 33 seconds left. Uh, and then he didn't own up to it at the end of the game. He said, no, no, I knew what down it was when he clearly did Yeah, I don't, I don't know what he thought. I, I say he, he he got knocked in the head. Is it a vanity thing because he's old and he doesn't want to seem like he's old? Is that what it is? Like he doesn't want people to know that like he, he makes like he's okay with owning up to like physical mistakes, but he doesn't. Or maybe it's just the hypocrisy of him screaming at his players for making mistakes early in the game and then making one that was huge at the end of the game himself. Well, but, but then you have the the opportunity to be like, yeah, I, I you know I made mistakes too, and I hold myself accountable higher than that, right. and it's not acceptable. Blah blah blah. But he didn't do it. Yeah, no, it's weird. You're right. Uh, and so we'll and he see. did. He, he clearly thought that it was four. Yeah. That, that he didn't know it was I mean, third, fourth down. Not sure you could spin that any other way, but he's trying. Ooh, he's trying. Braves beat the Marlins. Dodgers beat the Padres. They're going to meet each other now in the National League Championship Series for a chance to go to the World Series. Houston is waiting for the winner of the Yankees-Rays game tonight in the ALCS. So we'll see. There is a game five between the Yankees and Tampa Bay team tonight. That's going to take place a little after 5 o'clock here, Boise time. And then we'll have our championship series set. Congratulations to Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Big J. He surpassed 200 million followers on Instagram. That's crazy. His go-to social media portal. That puts him as the number three most followed person in the world. How about that? Do you know who number one is? I can't imagine you would. Oh, boy. I'll say that this person has 238 million followers. Nope, no clue. Ronaldo, the soccer player. Ronaldo. And then uh, ahead of uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson still is Ariana Grande as well. She is the biggest worldwide female Instagram follower with 203 million. But uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson gives him the number one American man following in the country. So congratulations. In his post, Johnson thanked his fans, which includes you, Big J, saying uh, he wants you to always speak your truth, 
Do your best to speak your truth with compassion and with a little bit of poise, a little bit of dignity, respect, and with empathy. Even if speaking your truth means you're going to dive into some conversations that might make people a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it's really surprising, too, that how many, you know, since he's come out and endorsed um, Biden, Mm -hmm. uh, you think that would take a hit. But he gained a couple hundred thousand in just a few days after that. Well, listen, you know, at this point, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's made a Teflon. It doesn't matter. I mean, whether he pisses people off with his political views or doesn't, I'm not sure it's going to shake too much. Just the way that it goes. So, congratulations to uh, Dwayne. Still holding out. Not going to follow him just yet. He's got to do something special for that. Morning After with Nick and Big Jay. There's your important stuff. Out. On the Morning After with Nick and Big Jay. Yeah, and uh, just a few more chances, really, to get qualified to win that UTV, that awesome UTV from Birds of Prey Motorsports. Uh, we're talking about the ZF Moto Z Force 800 Trail UTV, and uh, we're giving that puppy away on Tuesday. So, hey, you know what? Uh, it's brought to you by Westmark Credit Union and Adam and Eve. Many thanks to them. We'll get you qualified here today with Pop Culture Smackdown, and uh, we'll throw at you some awesome tickets to Boo Nights at Zoo Boise, where you can take the kids in a fa- in a nice, safe manner here, even in the COVID-19 restrictions way. Uh, limited capacity there. One-way path for social distancing. Halloween lights, candy stations, zookeeper talks, costume contests, all that in- involved. And we'll get you set up with a family four-pack of those. All right. So if you'd like to play, now would be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003 in order to get qualified for this prize and definitely get some zoo passes. But... You do have to defeat Big J in the process of it. So hopefully you've got what it takes in order to do that. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hey. Good morning, man. What's your name? Tim. All right, Tim, you're up first. Tim, Scott Bakula was cursed with jumping from one person's body to another person's body in this 80s TV show. Um, Is it a show or a movie? It's a show. Might have sprinkled in the oh. 90s too. Late 80s. I have no idea, man. Okay. Wrong. It happens. It happens to all of us. What are you going to do? Hello, the X. Hello? 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 Oh, we tried. Hello, the X. Hey. Hey, Scott Bakula was cursed with jumping from one person's body to another person's body in this 80s TV show. The Flea. The Flea. Wrong. <laughs> The flea. <laughs> Hello, the X. It's funny. Hey, how's it going? We're hanging in there, man. Scott Bakula was uh-huh. cursed with jumping from one body to another body in this '80s TV Quantum show. Leap. Quantum Leap is correct. Right. Big J. Emily Deschanel played Temperance for 245 episodes in this Fox TV show. Bones. That is correct. Right. What is your name, sir? Josiah. Josiah. How many Superman films did Christopher Reeve star in? Two, four, or six? Wrong. I'm correct, Josiah, but thank you very much for playing. We appreciate it very much. Hello, the X. Nobody remembers four. Hey, how many uh, Superman movies did Christopher Reeve star in? Two, four, or six? Two. No. Wrong. <laughs> I gave you the answer. Jane tried real hard to give you the answer. Hello, the X. Yeah, this is Chad. All right, Chad. How many Superman films did Christopher Reeve star in? Two, four, or six? Four. That is correct. Right. Good job. Hey, Big J. What HBO series starring Anna Paquin focused on the world of vampires in the South? It was a film? Nope. 
What HBO series? True Blood. Starring Anna Paquin. Right. There you go. Man, I'm on fire! Chet, you've answered two questions right. Chet, That's Amy Lee is the singer of what rock band? Ever Essence. <laughs> right. Take, take, I'll take it. it. Big J, name all four NFL teams Brett Favre suited up for. Uh, let's see. The Fighting Green Bay Packers. Right. The uh, Atlanta Falcons. Right. The Minnesota Vikings. Right. And the New York Jets. Right. Good job, Chad. Who starred as Paul Blart Mall Cop and also the King of Queens? Uh, Kevin James. That is correct. Right. Big J, what all-timer of a comedian was the very first guest host for Saturday Night Live? Oh, uh, let's go with George Burns. Wrong. You got the first name right. Does that help? George Carlin? That's right. right. George Carlin in 1975, the first host of Saturday Night Live. I tell you what, you might make fun of me, but I feel pretty good right now. No, you should. He went on a good run. Congratulations, man. You are the winner. Hang on one second, Chad. We'll get you qualified for that UTV. We'll also get you the Zupoisi passes as well. That's your Pop Culture Smackdown. Headlines are next on the (laughs) X-Rocks. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Worth it, gross, and mistakes were made. Uh, gross. A Cambodian man was left with a leg five times its normal size after suffering now-infected mosquito bites more than 20 years ago. 20 years ago? Yeah. Condition has prevented the 27-year-old man named Bong Thet from walking it's even forced him to drag the swollen limb along the ground of his home dude have you seen the picture of this yeah it's gross i mean god the debilitating element ailment reportedly began when a growth sprouted from scratches on bong's foot when he was about five years old his parents ignored the signs thinking he had gotten the cuts from playing outside by the time he was 12 the lumps had completely enveloped his foot unfortunately the boy's factory worker parents couldn't afford treatment so it caused the condition to snowball to the point where he had to quit school because walking became impossible. Doctors diagnosed him with essentially elephantitis, which is a rare parasitic disease caused by microscopic worms, Big J, that enter the body through mosquito bites. God. They suspect he got these worms from the mosquito bites he got when he was a kid. And unfortunately, Big J, elephantitis is not exactly curable, so he's got a bunch of issues lying ahead. He's been prescribed medication to help him manage his condition better, but that leg ain't getting any kind of slower or any kind of smaller. So, sucks for that. Poor dude. Poor bong, right? Yeah. I mean, sweet name, but damn, that leg's out of control. That's why you don't scratch those uh, mosquito bites, Big J, you understand? Right? You never know. Worth it or mistakes were made? Mistakes were made. Tesla makes it pretty easy for owners to get upgrades on their car with snazzy new features. It's all done via the Tesla app. But as one driver tells CNBC, the process might be a little too easy. Ali Verizzi says he essentially butt-dialed a 4,280 software upgrade. And now he says he's getting the runaround about a refund. He says that his phone was in his jeans. He took it out, put it on the charger that comes with the Tesla. And next thing he knows, he's getting a text message that confirms his errand purchase. The incident happened on September 24th, and Ali has basically struck out in multiple attempts to get his money back from the Tesla company. CBC, NBC reports this is not the first time that a Tesla owner has made such an expensive mistake. Indeed, NextWeb wrote about a similar incident earlier this year that a professor accidentally made a $4,333 upgrade when he didn't want to via the Tesla app. 
For the record, Elon Musk has gone uh, on Twitter and said that he'll happily give the money back, and he was sorry that he was getting a runaround from customer service. So hopefully that will fix the issue. Come on, but, Elon. You shouldn't be going like, you know what? Just keep it. We'll send you the money back. What uh, What could you possibly upgrade for your car that's worth $4,000 once you already buy it? I, I don't know, but those Teslas are fancy, man. I guess they are. They must be. They cost that much. Wrap it up with Worth It. A man from Alabama who had been living out his coronavirus quarantine on a shuttered Disney World Island has been banned for life from the theme park, Big J. Richard McGuire, who had faced up to a year in jail, entered a no-contest plea to trespassing last week. He was arrested on the abandoned Discovery Island on April 30th, the Associated Press reports. The 42-year-old man planned to camp on the isle, which he likened to a, quote, tropical paradise for a little more than a week. According to the arrest report, he did not realize that Discovery was restricted, despite numerous no-trespassing signs posted throughout the island. The 42-year-old said he also didn't hear... Numerous deputies searching the private island for him by foot, by boat, and by air because he was asleep in a building. Do you believe him, Big Jim? No. Well, neither did the law. It was previously called Treasure Island. Discovery Island had been the site of a zoological park before the island was closed to the public since 1999, so technically it kind of has been shut down since then. How they found out, there must be some sort of like motion sensors on there or something. That's how they found out that there was a dude just kind of like camping out on there. It's crazy, though. Because it hasn't been open for 21 years, so... But yeah, I wonder where it is. I wonder how he got there. And then now he got caught, so he's in trouble for it. And he'll never get to go to Disneyland again. They don't mess around about that stuff. How do they keep him out? I imagine they have like a, you know, you have to probably show your ID or something to get tickets or buy purchase things. You know what I mean? Some sort of credit card or something. Nobody buys the cash anymore. So the second his name pops up, it probably gets flagged. What if I buy him a ticket? Morning. Why would you do that? Why would you... Be an accessory to that guy. I don't know. I'm interested in the process. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Corey Taylor, that is Black Eyes Blue here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. I asked you this off the air, and now I don't remember the answer. Is this the last pair of PBR tickets? Okay. Woo! It's time for Rope This, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley. Your last chance to score some PBR tickets that is happening at the Fort Idaho Center on the 16th and 17th of October. And how are we going to do it, Big Jay? We're uh, going to give you clues about something that I'm roping. And then you'll get hooked up with those tickets at the PBR, which is happening uh, next week out at the Fort Idaho Center. Amph- uh, yeah, uh, Fort Idaho Center. You get it. 208-287-1003 if you'd like to play our little game. Big J is throwing his lasso around something. Figuratively, of course. It could be very small. It could be gigantic. You'll have to use the clues to kind of conjugate what the hell Big J is doing. And then if you're right, you've got tickets to the PBR, and hopefully that makes you happy. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? We're hanging in there, man. What's your name? Britain. All right, you're up first, dude. This band released its first self-titled album 25 years ago. What was that? This band released its first self-titled album 25 years ago. Okay, next. A drummer became a singer and a band leader. Oh, it did grow, but, uh... Next. They liked the idea of fighting UFOs. Does that help you? Fighters? There you go. Yeah, there you go. Worked it out. Good job. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those PBR passes. So you have thrown your lasso around the collective fighters of food. Woo! And why did you do that? 
Well, they're awesome. Yes. Uh, they've launched a new website where fans can go share stories about the band and connect with each other. The site uh, homepage reads, Welcome to the people of rock and roll. Share the memories of Foo Fighters fans from all over the world. Hit the heart uh, to like your favorites and create your very own rock and roll zone. Yo, what is your favorite Foo Fighters story, Big J? Um, I mean, I don't know if I have one specific favorite Foo Fighters other than the fact that I, I was a dumb kid and didn't know anything about the Foo Fighters when they started, and I missed out on them playing here in Boise, you know, at the, showing up in a van. That's right. Um, I will tell you, though, I, I mean, I love Dave Grohl, and the, these sort of things are amazing. His stories on Instagram are awesome, and that thing that he's been doing with that uh, Nadia kid from uh, the New Zealand is That's amazing. Great. She's awesome, and he's just an inspiration. And so they do these sort of things, and trying to be bring people together, it's very, very cool. I checked out the website. It's pretty awesome. So if you've got a story, you can share it there as well. How about you? You you have a Foo Fighter story? Well, I mean, uh, my favorite thing about Dave Grohl is how awesome he is to the fans, but I mean, I would have to say my favorite personal experience is probably backstage having a beer with Dave Grohl after a Foo Fighters show. That was great. They yeah. used to BS with him and rub that in our face. Guess what he and I ended up talking about? Uh, pizza. No. Tenacious D, because he has drummed on all the Tenacious D albums. And I so, can only met. Were you drunk? No, 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 oh. no. It was after the show. I wasn't Too bad. drunk. It was just, uh, we were just having a good time. We only had one beer together, but it was still cool to be able to talk about he in the studio with Jack and Kyle for the Tenacious D. He had recorded two albums at that point, but uh, he has since recorded four. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions next on the X Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Hey, let's get you hooked up with a Papa Joe's gift card. 25 bucks here if you can figure out bad impressions. And uh, that'll go a long way there at Papa Joe's on uh, Capitol Boulevard right over there by Boise State. It's a great place to grab some lunch or dinner. Amazing Italian cuisine, sir. Yeah. If you want some for free. Yeah. Well, you were saying sir like it was you to me. I'm talking to you. I know. We're going to go there next week. Oh, man. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you would like to win this particular free food coming your way. It's delicious. It's awesome. And you can try it for yourself. Here's how Bad Impressions works. Big J has three clues that he prepared. They all revolve around somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, you are a victor. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. What's up, man? What's your name? Ray. All right, you're up first, man. We got a we got a fictional character here, okay? Okay. During everyday life, and to my friends, I'm Peter Parker. Okay, next one. Many have tried to replicate getting bitten by a radioactive spider before, and it never ends well. Okay, uh, let's go with Spider-Man. Spider-Man! Spider-Man! Yeah, you know that's who it is. Congratulations, man. Hang on one second. We'll get you that uh, that gift card. We'll hear that loud alarm uh, going off or something. Uh, what was clue three? Uh, yes, I think Tom Holland is doing an excellent job of playing me in the movies. And why is Spider-Man in the news? Man, we, we haven't had a chance to talk about this, but Spider-Man 3 is shaping up to be pretty damn incredible. I mean, we've got rumors of multiverse happening with Tobey Maguire and, and I don't know who other else. Uh, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield uh, showing up. And uh, Jamie Foxx last week uh, announced that Electro would be making an appearance in the movie. Uh, that's pretty interesting. And now uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be uh, appearing as Doctor Strange at some point in it as well. Well, if you're going to work in multiverses, you have yeah, to. Yeah, you, right? ha- you absolutely have to. You're right. 
I mean, uh, it's official. So, I mean, that's crazy, first of all. Now, did you You didn't see any of the Andrew Garfield ones, did you? Oh, I'm sure I did, yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Because uh, I did not see the one with Electro. They only made no, two. I take it back. You're right. I didn't. Okay. So yeah. Because that was when you were very anti-Spider-Man, if I remember. Yeah, and it looked really dumb and really terrible CGI and... No, yeah. I, I, the, the production value was fine. It's just the, uh, the, 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 you know, the first movie was all the retelling of Spider-Man, which is why I enjoyed the first Spider-Man so much in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, was they didn't go in through the whole, you know... Uncle Ben. Kitten caboodle thing. Yes, again. It was just kind of a deal, and that was nice, but the whole movie was leading up to that. And then, uh, you know, the baddies weren't exactly great, but yeah, I didn't end up seeing The Amazing Spider-Man, which was the second one with that particular group. But uh, as I've said, I, you did not like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans, but I, the first two I thought were fantastic. Spider-Man 3 was bad. But I really liked the first two Spider-Mans that, uh, that Sam Raimi ended up doing. And he's doing the second Doctor Strange movie, so maybe that's how this whole thing came together. Maybe, you know? Sam talking to Tobey, they've got a good relationship, and maybe he can make it happen. So, yeah. does that make you excited? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to check it out. I'm also excited for Spider-Man fans. I'm not the biggest Spider-Man. I was going to say, you're going to be in either way. It didn't matter. They could say this movie was about cake and you'd watch Spider-Man 3 because it's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, there you but, go. Uh, it, it makes people that, that have watched the other Spider-Man stuff feel good. And, you know, if you watched uh, the cartoon Into the Spider-Verse that is now on yeah, Netflix. really good. Really, really good. Yeah, so it kind of gives you a little bit of a of an inside look as to how they could make that stuff happen and how the different Spider-Man versions could interact with each other. Morning After with Naked Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. Deftones, Ohms. That's how we're wrapping up the old Morning After with Naked Big J for this week. Thank you for tuning in on this Friday. Had our last chance to give away some spots for that UTV giveaway that we're doing next week. Last chance officially will be with Adam later on this morning, so or this afternoon, I should say. So you should have a chance to listen to him and get in on that action before we draw the winner on Tuesday. Had another clue in the X-Rock murder mystery as well. And Big J compared himself to Tom Brady for the life lesson today. Why wouldn't I? Uh, because there are parallels there, apparently, that I've been missing. But yeah, uh, it's good to you. know. It's good to know that they are one in the same. And I suppose that leaves you with the floor, Big J. I suppose that makes you Bill Belichick. I don't think about that. I don't. I don't no, think that's true. Listen, at all. Let's, let's put, compare. Okay, you're great at what you do. You're, mm. in fact, one of the best in the business. Mm. Okay, you wear a damn hoodie. It's true. Constantly. I do wear a hoodie all the time. It is true. I so do that. there, there you go. Parallels all over. <laughs> I'm your Tom Brady. All right. How's that, old man? <laughs> I got some issues with that. Uh, anything <laughs> else? Uh, I got a surprise for you next. Hopefully, sometime soon. Uh, I'm waiting because uh, the individual had, had given me some information and I wanted to share it with everybody uh-huh. uh, that pertains to something that you enjoy very much. Uh, but I can't make that announcement yet. That sounds like an awful tease. It is a great doing. tease. But you don't know when or if you'll be able to share this news. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can tell you off air, but that's not as much fun. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I, but I, I, I may never know is what you're telling me, however. No, you'll know. If you, if, but if you don't get the okay, how would I know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't have a name, just a phone number. <laughs> you don't look at the text messages that come in. So. Uh, no, no, I don't. Not very often. That's a, that's a, that's your tour of duty uh, during the course of the show today. I answer questions for you, to you. Uh, and <laughs> you do weird. ask me questions sometimes. Yeah, I, I relate I it. It's not like I just pretend to be you, like I'm catfishing people <laughs> as you. Thank you very much. Uh, don't forget, you can also use the TDS Fiber text line, 208-287-1003. TDS Fiber is your new choice for lightning-fast internet TV 
and phone. Uh, we will see you on Tuesday. We are taking off Monday for uh, Columbus Day. Big J is anyway. I'll be here flying solo for sure. But uh, Tuesday is when we'll return to normal with another uh, clue in the murder mystery. So hopefully you'll be around for that. Next set of extract brought to you by AAA, who reminds you to never drive intoxicated. Taking your eyes off the road and looking at your phone could be deadly. So please put it away while driving. It's not worth the risk. A message from AAA. Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you next week. It's the X Rocks.